in the spirit of uh, why we are here, uh, the reason I'm here is because of a woman, obviously, uh, and uh, our big boss is also a woman. I'm not talking about her, I'm talking about my mum, obviously, but uh, it is International Women's Day, so two lovely ladies have joined me in studio this morning. Uh, I have Eva Moriah, founder and CEO BSD Group, and uh, Koi Karyuki, Senior Research Manager, Ipsos Kenya. Did I get the titles right? Okay, Absolutely. super. <laughs> All right. Uh, just get nice and close to that mic for me, uh, Koi, as well. Uh, ladies, welcome to Capital FM. Thank you. We're yes. delighted to be here. And happy Good. International Women's Day to happy everybody Day. listening. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're, oh, and by the way, all our music is by women this morning. Woo-hoo. All of our music has been Woo-hoo. by women so far. Uh, and I've just realized uh, women make up a very big part of the great songs. We, we realize mm-hmm. that when we play just female-led songs. That's right. Incredible. That's yeah. right. Uh, but the two of you are here uh, for, uh, um, uh, well, a number of reasons. Mm-hmm. But uh, one main reason which you get to in a minute. But first, let's start with you, Eva. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> um, I've been an entrepreneur 22 years now. I'm a founder um, and team lead at BSD Group, which is a business um, advisory, business and brand advisory and communications consultancy. And um, a mother, a daughter. A champion for women's economic empowerment. I also do a lot of work around youth-led initiatives and um, do a lot of awareness creation um, and fundraising for children living with disability. Amazing. In fact, the last time we met, Farid, you remember we were at the Autism Run. That's right. Yes. Absolutely. We had a lovely, lovely What morning. an incredible event that yeah. was, by it the was, way. It was, yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we had a great time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and it was a beautiful uh, initiative as yes, well. And yes. uh, a great way to, uh, right. to spend... A, it was right. a Sunday, right? It was a, a Sunday morning. Sunday. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. a Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So, yes, in okay. a nutshell, that's me, passionate about all things enterprise. Um, getting women um, to be included in the conversations that will better their lives. Um, embracing equity has been a lot of what I have lived for mm-hmm. um, and, you know, learned a lot. I am a mother of daughters, so I have uh, two daughters and I was raised by my grandmother. So a lot of um, socialization around the needs and aspirations of women. Yes. Yeah, so I am proudly woman that's right and, with, and, and we without women we just wouldn't function that's let's be honest right, yes that's right but with a lot of support from men of course good support yes. then you know we make a really good world absolutely yeah. and we just had Patrick Obathia who yes. is a champion yes. as well yes. I did yes. wish him a happy birthday yes. he it wanted was his to know birthday yesterday. he, I spoke he, with he him wanted yesterday. to know who told me so I told him <laughs> you'll have to find out later uh, <laughs> also in studio with this morning Koi Karyuki uh, Senior Research Manager Ipsos Kenya Ipsos Kenya um, I know what they do but maybe you can tell us a little about yourself <laughs> I know all too well what they do. <laughs> now, a little yeah. bit about yourself, Koi, and of course uh, what you do at Ipsos. All right. Um, well, thanks, Reed. I'm yeah. I'm a researcher. I've been a researcher since I started my career. Um, interested in media research, so you know what you mentioned and what we discussed before, understanding how people connect with audiences, but also with brand, understanding how we can connect with consumers in a way that is relevant to them. You can engage with them, um, and also just help them solve different issues um, in their life. Um, but aside from that, I'm also a certified ballet teacher. 
What? Uh, yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> and yeah, so I do have my creative flex outside of the of the workspace. Right. Okay. Yeah, but happy to be partnering with uh, Eva with uh, Ipsos. Obviously, we do a bunch of research across mm-hmm. the world, the mm. biggest research firm globally. And yeah, we do more than opinion polls. Yes. So we're hoping we can showcase that. <laughs> I was going to say you, you you've just come out of a very busy period as well, right? <laughs> <laughs> Gladly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somehow I've never been one on your research, but that number one on your research, but that's fine. Uh, now, uh, obviously, the reason you're here, ladies, and, and congratulations to both of you. Thank incredible you. work you Thank do. You. Uh, incredible uh, women uh, that I get to spend time Thank with this you. morning, and Thank I'm so happy you, about Marie. that. Thank you. I always say that we we would be wonderful to live in a world where we didn't have to have an International Women's Day. The reason I'm saying that mm-hmm. is because we are highlighting something that mm-hmm. should become the norm. Absolutely. Do you agree Couldn't with that? Couldn't agree more. Yeah? Couldn't agree more. When women are celebrated like men every yes. day. Every day. Right? Every day. But since we don't have that as it currently stands and we were talking with uh, the uh, newsreader in the last hour about Iran and the situation in Iran and how you know we should also th- be very uh, congratulatory to ourselves as a country mm-hmm. as a continent mm-hmm. we have come leaps and bounds I would say we have uh, we have in the we last 20-30 years true. correct that is true uh, when you have countries like Iran where women just yeah. don't have the rights right. that, we, that right. women are afforded but yeah. having said that I still believe that one day we'll live in a world where we don't have to highlight this as a day that's right yeah? that it will be the normal way yes. of life yes embracing each gender for the strengths that they can contribute yeah and 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 celebrating every day yeah because i think that really ought to be the way we live yes 100 percent. now the reason you're here though is to talk about something called the top 100 most loved brands by women in kenya study yes can you break that down for me uh, eva from what that is uh, and then Koi, I'm sure you'll break it down for us <laughs> in what that meant in terms of research. Okay, sure. Eva, over to you. All right, so um, this really began as an idea, you know, just a thought actually. Um, like I said, I've been um, in the world of brand building um, a long time and an entrepreneur 22 years. And I must say the journey of building an enterprise for me as a Kenyan woman has really, really been a tough climb. And in that experience and then life's journey, you just realize that there is just so much inequity. You will walk into, well, there was a time in that journey, you walk into a bank and the bank will want your husband Mm. to confirm that he has authorized you to borrow so that you can build your enterprise that you fully own. That was the beginning of my um, introduction to the disappropriate uh, way in which, you know, society views women. And so um, building from that, um, and as BSD got to its 10th anniversary, I began to ask myself, the last 10 years, what have been the things that I have most enjoyed doing? What do I want to take into the next 10 years of BSD's life? And what are the things I want to discard? And interestingly, the craft of brand building, innovating, communicating, managing brands was a non-negotiable. So we're going to take that into the future. But I also realized that as I grew through the entrepreneurial journey, I became an advocate, challenging status quo, saying, can we access more justice? Can we access more technical skills? Can we access more capital and credit? And, you know, what do we do about time poverty, etc.? Mm-hmm. And I realized that that passion that had never been paid for, I wanted to import into the future. Wow. So there was two things there that I wasn't going to let go. 
and needed to move forward. And so as I was marinating through the next 10 years, I asked myself, so what does that then look like in terms of, you know, a picture? And I realized that the power of brand, the relationships that brands have developed with consumers have a lot to do with driving both top line, bottom line, and reputational equity. So let's begin to think this harder. Long story short, um, a thought became an idea, became a concept, and I realized that if we could bring women to be discussed in boardrooms by bringing tangible evidence for boardrooms to think through what are women thinking, aspiring, dreaming, what are their fears, what are their anxieties, what are their hopes, what are their dreams into a boardroom. This could influence a more enabling environment for them to participate much more actively, socially, economically, etc. So I said, this is it. We're going to create a pipeline of data that is reliable, that policymakers can use, brand owners and business owners and media and, 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 you know, whoever needs to have an equation around women. But I didn't have the capacity to do it on my own. Um, our consultancy was smart around brand building, but we needed more weight and leverage. Um, and so I knocked on the doors of Ipsos <laughs> and it was amazing had never met the CEO before. He was new, coming in from the Nigerian market. And I pitched this idea. It was during COVID. And I said, hey, Chris, this is me. And this is what I've been doing through my life. How about we think this thing together and create some magic? Mm. Within an hour, he'd said yes. Wow. And that, and that was how we built together the top 100 most loved brands by women in Kenya study. And on the 21st of March this year, we released the third rankings. It has grown in leaps and bounds, and I'm internally indebted for just having the courage to have knocked on that door at Ipsos. And 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 that's an amazing thing that you've done, Koi. Um, before you talk, we talk about the research side of it. How important is it for you to be a part of this uh, as a woman? I should say uh, the top 100 most loved brands by women in Kenya study. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that you are heavily involved in that research side, but also just as a woman, how important was it to be a part of this? It's interesting because I think a lot of the perceptions of the woman and the woman today um, are very much hinged on tradition and, you know, things are shifting in society to mm -hmm. be able to put numbers behind that, put facts behind that and kind of give some guidance as to how do we need to be treated as women going forward. I think that's that's exciting to me. Mm. That's, that's what I like about it. Yeah. Mm. But obviously a very research heavy uh, study as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, maybe and, and, and you know what is interesting, Farid, when we scanned the environment, nothing of this nature had ever been done in Kenya, right. in East Africa, in Africa, really? in fact across the world. Wow. We could not find a single study on women consumers that had ever been developed in the way that we structured, in the way we designed the research. So this was really a first time. Globally a first time. Globally a first okay. time. Okay. And, and what are some of the, I, I, I mean, maybe you weren't surprised as women, but what were some of the surprising things that came out from, from either of you uh, from this study that was, you, when, when you looked at the data, you were like, what? You know what I mean? How? Like, yeah. <laughs> I think the, the, the biggest one, uh, which we keep talking about, is, <clears throat> and I'll tell you a bit about how we find out the most loved brands, is that, you know, women actually love brands that are not just big, but also very small niche brands. Yes. 
and they can be seen as you know more loved more admired more suiting their you know addressing their needs than you know established brands that you see globally you That's know right. you said your nike's are big <clears throat> and all these other bigger brands that we see uh you know, stereotypes of big brands, but in Kenya, the, we're seeing the brands like men love, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. No, let's be honest. No, 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 no. But 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 that is different, yeah. right? Because I mean, I can speak from only a male perspective. That's right. I will always go yeah. for the brand. Right. Yeah. yeah. So right. you're talking about women will actually look at the product yes. and decide if the product is right before they look at it, whether it's a Nike or a. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. interesting. Right. Yeah. The the pattern, the trend of how you arrive at loving a brand right. was significantly different. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, huge emotional drivers, yeah. you know, that, 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 you know, land us on the love side of, of, of you know, the relationship with the brand. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and when you looked at these uh, brands by women, mm-hmm. uh, were you looking at it from the, solely the lens of a woman or were you taking male factors into the consideration during this research because obviously that you know there's a huge driver in 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 male uh um, in the male population in terms of brand and brand building so are you taking both into consideration um it's a top 100 most loved brands by women in kenya so we only surveyed women okay so we got only their um point of view on brands and brand love just to understand what what drives that? So okay. that was our perspective. Okay, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And and any other surprising factors in all of this? I think um, outside or, or the rationalization of saying this is good work to go for, it was interesting to come across a piece of uh, research by McKinsey that uh, averse, um by 2025, if women uh, were given like equal opportunity to participate as actively in in a global economy they would be drivers of up to 12 trillion dollars of consumer budget wow that they would contribute 11 percent to gdp that's incredible why would the world ignore that (laughs) kind of math yeah 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 when it just means that it would pull good for any exchequer right plus we know that women will prefer to focus on family before they do anything else with mm. whatever expended disposable income they have. That's incredible. So that was really interesting. That's very interesting. And that it is an emerging market that the world cannot ignore anymore. Right. And that we have ignored them for too long, omitted their data, omitted, um, you know, underrepresented the value of a woman consumer, misrepresented it. So really the study aims at, at, at building a correct, let's like set a correct to what has otherwise been inequity mm. of representation. But just that, 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 that injection of commerce and, and, yes. and, and economy, that is, that is staggering. It's huge. It's huge. And is it being, it, it has been ignored up until this point? I mean, t- to a degree? Maybe unconsciously. Right. Um, maybe intentionally, which would be sad. Very. Um, but it has been ignored. <coughs> okay. So I think it's to call out on policymakers saying, hey, guys, one way to re-engage and activate an economy is just sitting latent within this audience of women consumers who perhaps if you communicated better, if you distributed better based on their aspiration, mm-hmm. their desire, their need, if you developed a product that is addressing A, B, Z on, 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 on their need scale, then there's economic 
potential there that we can all drive. Mm-hmm. If you created service X, she is likely to because she's expressing herself except perhaps we've remained muted. All right. And and a question I might ask and and I think Koi you can you can you can start this off and and Eva you can jump in. You know, decision making in the household has changed as well in the last 20 or 30 years. Yes, I, I would imagine, um, you know, I yeah. mean, for my mum's generation, decision making yes. was made by my dad, especially right. when it came right. to spending right. money. Right. Uh, but that has obviously changed in the last 20 or 30 years globally. Yes. And, uh, and I think Kenya is probably probably one of the more progressive countries yes. in Africa, yes. I would assume. Yes. Um, that I- ignorant behavior towards that consumer doesn't coincide with the way the world is now functioning, right? Right, right. exactly. Right. I think in the study, what we found that was a bit surprising. We're like, oh, wow, we didn't know the numbers were this big. Um, within Kenya, when you're looking at households mm-hmm. with families, with children, um, 50% of mothers are running the household. So you can imagine that's about almost 3 million mothers. And that's decision-making top to bottom. Top right. to bottom. Mm-hmm. So if we're thinking about the woman who's, yes, obviously the family is key, but she's having to split her money across um, all these product and services that need to serve her family. And 80% of women actually earn their own income. So how are we going to actually influence her um, and help her you know, make the right choices and make her life a bit easier? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if we're thinking about very stereotypical families and setups, you know, we're missing out 50% of women mm. who we could engage with, especially That's so true. stereotypical male and categories. And also, yeah. men, men, men's decision-making is yeah. beer and meat. I yeah. mean, let's be honest, <laughs> and shoes. No, no, let's be honest. Yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't yeah. really have a wide array right. of what we yeah. go to the supermarket yeah. or, the, yeah. or the shops for, yeah. right? Yeah. Men go, <clears throat> historically, I speak for myself, <laughs> I know what I'm going to buy when I'm going to buy something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if I'm in a supermarket, I don't. I have blinders on. I'm going for the things I need. Right. Um, that's obviously different because a, the, a woman is is shopping for a household, not Correct. for herself. Correct. Mm. Correct. Right. And in fact, the other surprising one was uh, the number of single woman led households in Kenya. That okay. Let's take a break. That is really interesting <laughs> because that that is something I wanted to ask okay. you as well because yes. I I mean that means that 100 percent of the decision making yeah. is done by that one person. Yeah. All right, we'll come right back. If you have any questions, uh, please do get them in nine eight four in the morning hashtag drive in or send us a WhatsApp zero seven zero one nine eight four nine eight four. Cindy Lauper, girls just want to have fun. Happy International Women's Day to you and, of course, to our two guests in studio talking all about uh, a study, uh, Top 100 Most Loved Brands by Women in Kenya Study. Uh, and in studio with me this morning, I have founder and CEO, BSD Group, Eva Mariah, and, of course, Senior Research Manager, Ipsos Kenya, uh, Koi Karyuki. Uh, and we'll come straight back into the conversation. Um, designing a study like this... Um, you know, you've surprised me off air, so I'm going to ask you on air <laughs> that you were not just asking questions about brands, which I would assume would be, what's your favorite brand? Why do you like <laughs> it? You know what I mean? But no, it's yeah. much more in depth than that. Yeah. I mean, we wanted to look at uh, the woman holistically. So wanted to understand her demographically. So what is her occupation? Um, what is her income? What is her marital status? What is her household size? Um and socioeconomic class. So those are kind of things that you'd kind of understand to understand on a, I don't know, on a hygiene level, if you're doing uh, media planning or marketing. But we wanted to understand her psyche. So her psychographics, her dreams, her aspirations, her challenges, the issues she faces, and also what drives her. Because, you know, we want to understand women, yes, and the brands they love, but what what is their context? Hmm. Um, and what challenges are they having when it comes to um, getting to where they want to be? Now, one of the biggest things for women is their, 
yeah, they're entrepreneurially driven. They have big financial dreams for themselves. They want to build homes. They really look at how can they support their family financially. Mm-hmm. And in that breath, we're like, oh, okay. You know, this is not something that we thought would be as big. So typically may, people may think, oh, family is probably the biggest, you know, dream or aspiration they have. But finances, career, that is something across the board nationally. And I'll tell you how we designed the study. Um, is very important for women. Now, we spoke to women across Kenya, making sure that we wanted to uh, make it representative of the populations across Kenya using the last census we did in 2019 and talking to women who are adults, so 18 years and above, different age groups, um, urban areas, rural areas. So whenever we're giving a statistic, we can say this is truly representative of women in Kenya. And having done the study um, for two waves, so 2021, 2022, with consistent trends, we're seeing, okay, we are actually giving um, data that is representative of the woman. Now, I think I'll ask Eva to talk about the entrepreneurial side, because that's something um, that is quite interesting. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really popping up as a way in which people can see they can earn money. And especially coming out of COVID, um, where they lost jobs, it's like, okay. You know, we really do need to focus on uh, earning our own income mm. um, and seeing how we can grow there. Um, and in that space, the biggest gap for them is economic empowerment. How do you help us get to the next level? And that's a big issue that has emerged um, for women in the study. Mm. <laughs> but but before we go to, to the entrepreneurial side, some yeah. interesting <coughs> things that came out, interesting but also devastating, really. Yeah. Um, one of which was uh, um, uh, domestic violence against women came out in the study, and, and yeah. you're saying mm-hmm. quite strongly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so globally we know that, because we did this study in 2021, coming out of the pandemic, and globally we know that GBV did rise um, in the pandemic when you know most of us were indoors. But when we did this study last year, we saw that that actually didn't change. Mm. Domestic violence and sexual abuse is actually the biggest challenges that women in mm. Kenya are facing today. Yeah, sadly. And, you know, separations, people, you know, women who decided to not live with their partners, again, that even grew between mm-hmm. 2021 and 2022. So the woman is trying to see how do we carve out our own, you know, life, mm-hmm. um, and I think as a society, we need to see how can we mend that issue so that we don't have, you know, have those tensions and have have that the sad situation that we, we have mm-hmm. seen through the data. And and you mentioned here that women are leaving their partners, b- probably based on these issues. But yeah. obviously that means there's a rise in single mm-hmm. uh, women households, right? Single parent households led by women. Exactly. 50% of mothers are single mothers. Wow. Yeah, in Kenya. That's, that's a shocking statistic. That is huge. Yeah. Because... Um, Perceptually, we think that Kenyan families are, you know, the traditional model. Yes. But our our data is telling us there's a there's a shift, and that uh, there's a trend that needs to be um, identified and mm. perhaps responded to. Whether it is to do better um, from leadership to encourage the the right model of family, um, whether it is to then um, say okay be that as it may, I'm a brand that needs to recognize it. So my communication needs to be sensitive mm-hmm. to this new reality. And, and when you think about that strategy behind communication, if you're showing the traditional rice or flour commercial of, <laughs> you know, one kid doing homework, That's the right. other one playing outside, right. dad comes home, right. sits at the table, and mom's, hugs the mom mom's and, making you know, ugali. Yeah. Uh, if you're talking to the 50% of single women, that does not resonate. Yeah. And we did have many conversations um, last year with brands saying, look at this statistic. What is it saying mm. to you about how you need to probably recompose 
the imagery that's driving your brand. It's incredible, though. I mean, it, it's really it fascinating stuff, right? <laughs> because we know the ads that we've seen over generations have not changed. Yes. It's a two kids and two parents yes. kind of setup, yes. and that's yes. obviously changing quite dramatically. Yes. Yes. Uh, you talk about entrepreneurship, Koi. You said you want to throw that to Eva. So yeah. you said that the entrepreneurship uh, uh, drive by women is quite quite a, an incredible um, um, yes. thing. Yes, and I want to say that, um, like I introduced myself and said, I've been an entrepreneur now 22 years. Before that, I was in corporate Kenya. When I was starting off as an entrepreneur, it was literally like taboo <laughs> for me to walk around saying, oh, I've started a business because it wasn't quite a done thing. To see that today Kenyan women are like, give me my opportunity, I will set up a business. Mm. That the understanding, the mindset, the energy, the zeal to set up a business and huge opportunity, therefore, for uh, technical competencies that may be available to be addressed to to, to this um, um, demographic, um, financial institutions to create products that are palatable, accessible to this demographic, um, um, and also maybe um, an opportunity for policymakers to frame better, county governments to be aware that it's a nationally represented need, not necessarily an urban need. Mm -hmm. The Kenyan woman is saying, I really would love to set up business. So I think in the spirit of Kenya today, there is an understanding and an embrace, pun intended, mm -hmm. today, mm -hmm. um, for entrepreneurship to be the way that we will create new jobs, new livelihoods, and therefore, we really need to do everything possible at a national level, at a county level, to create a more enabling environment to allow for women to tap into these it's opportunities. Incredible. Yeah. These things all came out in a study about yes. brands, right? Yes. Um, speaking of brands, uh, can you give us a highlight of the last uh, edition's top 10? Sure. Koi, sure. do you want to take that? Yeah. Maybe from the last 10? And maybe um, introduce the fact that we had some amazing performers uh, last year over the previous year and some public agencies that also showed up pretty right. strongly. Mm -hmm. Okay. Koi, yeah. drum rolls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the ranking is out. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That, that's something that has been there. Um, so we have your brands that you you know, you know that are big, your Safaricom, M-Pesa, um, Equity Bank. Those are, the ba those are some of the brands that featured amongst the top 10. But the story we also like to tell is Arimis. Yes, a top 10 <laughs> brand. Most men don't know about the brand. A lot of them learned about it through the study, but a lot of women have Aramis in their in the handbag, okay. which is basically it's a, milking a milking jelly. Lad. Okay, I like yeah, 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 no <laughs> idea. Doesn't know. No, I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> All that? right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's probably in every single Kenyan woman's handbag. Really? Yeah. It's yeah. Okay. nicely kept okay. secret. All right, okay. Um, and then the study, by the way, we don't actually prompt women, you know, which of these brands do you love? We ask them spontaneously within this category, right. which brands do you love? Right. And we had a brand like NHIF, which popped up. Um, amongst the top 20 brands. Mm -hmm. And that brand grew from 18th to 13th position yeah. um, between 2021 and 2022. Mm -hmm. um, hospitals as well. Mm -hmm. Like district hospitals were seen as brands that women love. Mm -hmm. That's um, incredible. Yeah. Yes. So so a lot of surprises yeah. in, in the list yes. from last year. Yes. Mm. And uh, lots of local <coughs> brands. Very local, which yeah. is wonderful. This yeah. is wonderful. Yeah. Which yeah. makes a real case for manufacturing in Kenya. And, and that's something that obviously we need to think about. Yes. We'd 
seen exactly. with the value of the shilling versus the dollar right. it's getting more and more expensive right. to buy products that mm-hmm. are imported mm-hmm. uh, into Kenya um, NHIF that really surprises me as yeah. well but that's interesting that's yeah. very interesting but you know what that tells me healthcare and the healthcare needs of a family top of mind, are yeah. core mm. to a woman's heart yeah. yeah you fix healthcare for her she loves you yeah because you know who who really owns the responsibility of healthy living yeah i mean in my I house it was you. definitely my mom yes, not my yes. dad's you know, wear your sweater <laughs> and you know take good care and yeah 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 so yeah those were interesting things that jumped off the right the data yeah. okay and even on a regional level so what brands you'd find are most loved in mombasa is also very different from what you'd find in kisumu what that you'd find is in correct Nairobi. and i think we forget that and yeah. and from where i sit as a as a national radio station <laughs> i often forget that i'm not speaking to only people Nairobi. in Nairobi which yeah, is really exactly the disconnect yeah. that was yeah that, that, was that very brands interesting. have yeah, yeah. okay yeah. so and, and buying local means that you're supporting the local economy within your county anyway exactly. as part of um, last year's release i ended up in Mombasa to speak at um, at a conference and of course many participants um, came in from Mombasa and um, some of their brands made it to top 100 and i remember speaking with one lady who said to me um I think it was a rice brand. Mm, was it this one? Um <laughs> it was a rice brand Raha Premium, was it? Yeah. And she said to me her mother would carry bags of Raha Premium rice brand to her in university at Moi University. She'd ferry it from Mombasa because she'd tell her daughter there isn't any other. Amazing. You know, yeah, so yeah. this so, was so, so heritage brands as well, which, heritage which brands, is important. But regional brands. Yeah, yeah. Because maybe in Nairobi I may not quite recognize that brand. Yeah. But there are areas of Kenya that own and love their brands as per the top 100 most loved brands by women in Kenya That's study. incredible. Yeah. Uh final question, uh 21st a big day. Uh tell us what's going to happen on the 21st. Oh, drum rolls to that <laughs> day. Um so we will be revealing um the 2023 top 100 most loved brands by women in Kenya. And um we already have corporates expressing interest to buy tables at our breakfast event which will be at Radisson Blue. um upper hill a table a corporate table goes for only 50,000 um and um you know we can't wait to see what re- this reveal is but the aspiration is that we have begun this work um that we would find like-minded partners who believe so much in this mission so that we could perhaps next year unveil top 100 most loved brands by women in East Africa and ultimately get to the place of top 100 most loved brands by women in Africa. Right. So development partners who find um meaningful um value in this mission of growing data that gets into policymaker boardrooms, um organizations and corporations that need to make good decisions, responsible decisions in a world that must now become sustainable. this data must grow across africa it was interesting when we first launched it the then gender minister said to us that the world does not have data on african women the schools the big schools whether it's harvard whether it's all these ivy leagues would do better for us telling our own stories mm-hmm. and generating our own data so that it is used across the world so our appeal as bsd group and ipsos is to say speak with us 
our website, a new website, will be un, um, unveiled tomorrow. But um, our website is www.top100brands.africa, www.top100brands.africa. Um, you can find us on our Twitter handles, at top100brands, Instagram, top100brands. Um, and Facebook, of course, is Top 100 Most Loved Brands by Women. And get into some conversations with us. This Absolutely. is work that we must celebrate as Kenya. We've created it here um, as Kenyans, um, but we want to spread this quality of work beyond our boundaries, um, beyond our borders, and across across the continent. So 21st right. of March is the big day. Hopefully, yeah. um, we will see whether there are any interesting movers. Aramis moved from 7 to 5. We have, uh, we have um, someone here It would says, be interesting to Jones <laughs> to says, I use Aramis. It's a milking jelly, but it's a great odorless moisturizer. Yes. And then healthcare is big. Loving this conversation Absolutely. on brands. Absolutely. Thank you yes. so much, ladies, yes. for coming Thank in. Thank you for What a pleasure you. to see you. Uh, and congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, again, yeah. happy International Women's happy to International all Women's Day, Women's Day to all <laughs> our audience groups across Kenya. And thank you, Farid. Thank, thank you, you, Capital F- FM. Yeah. 98.4 Capital FM